Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He. I'm your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host... This is Josh Frankenstein. <laughs> this is Drew Carroll. <laughs> What's going on, dude? You're like... Who are you talking so to? so reserved. You, Drew. What's going on? Oh, yeah. was that reserved? I'm sorry. Yeah, that was reserved. Oh, I was expecting. Let me you want to try, try it again? Me, yeah, I'll try it again. And okay, this is Drew Carroll. No. Ooh. <laughs> that was a little too inside the actor theater. <laughs> and this is Drew Carroll. That was a little too 98.9. <laughs> Sup, y'all. <laughs> Sup, y'all, Drew Caro. <laughs> that was close. Come, come join me in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, as always, welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. And uh, make sure wherever you get your podcast, you subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps out. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Now, guys, tonight, uh, you know, I just want to actually let you guys know. Uh, as this episode is being recorded, we're sitting right around like 9,500 overall downloads. So we're about 500 away from 10,000. What are we going to do? It's not 10,000. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're <Glass>. right. <laughs> Half empty, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thanks for summarizing what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking that we should host a party. We should host a listening party, a live listening party for our next episode. <laughs> it only costs no, you fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful. We will beautiful. meet outside of the Chow Chilla Save Mart. Oh my gosh! And this is all sounding really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's going to be a classy event, kind of like sure. our downloads. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, speaking of a classy event, I have some great. Great news for you. I think September is going to be one of those months that uh, is really going to make the year. You're going to look back and you're going to be like, September of 2019, I remember that. You're going to tell your kids about it decades from now. Is Moose coming out? Oh, baby. Drew, I got a Moose update for you. (laughs) Dude, what a good guess. Holy crap. Because he was building it up so much, I knew it had to be... (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to tell you this, this right now. Stupid flick for a year, <laughs> according, dude. You know, I was we sitting have, here lo- reading. The only people sitting, that have been following this for a year. People, yeah, <laughs> I've been reading. I was, I was like sitting here, like reading this article, and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> the entire run of this podcast has literally been slowly checking in with this movie. Like, <laughs> it's uh, it's like good. we're one with this movie, dude. Like they Indeed. go hand in hand. Kind That's of right, like, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of like Tom Cruise and John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Yumi Podcast. We talked about Top Gun. Anyways, um, guys, according to SlashFilm.com, I, I'm just so excited. June 4th, 2019, that Fred Durst, and this is the headline, that Fred Durst-directed John Travolta movie is not being dumped on Amazon this month. That's the headline. <laughs> <laughs> it's not being dumped on Amazon. Sounds so positive. <laughs> so it's not yeah. even. It's actually not going to be a theatrical release. Well, okay. It's Hang a straight on. to the streaming plot, movie. The plot thickens, Josh. Oh, check this out. Right. So according to this article, it says last month the fanatic, which if you remember from our previous update, yeah. Moose has been changed to the fanatic. <laughs> I don't remember um, from our previous update. <laughs> I don't Dang know it. if anybody remembers from our previous update. It is nice that they made the title relevant to the movie. Yeah. 
<laughs> that is one thing you need to do before you release it to the public. <laughs> well, if they wanted to make it really relevant, they would have been. They would have said Devin Sawa. Who's that guy? That would have been the, the title of the film. But anyways, um, so it says last month, the fanatic, a Fred Durst directed movie starring John Travolta, was supposed to pre- premiere at Cannes, and we talked about this. It was going to air at the Cannes Film Festival, but at the last minute, Travolta pulled it saying that like he wanted to go back and work on a new cut, do some editing and stuff like that. And apparently he had that kind of say-so for this movie that Fred Durst was at the He was cutting out all of his parts. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly inserting some other individual. I don't normally have a lot of pride in what I do, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it says, at the time, rumor had it that Amazon had purchased the rights to the film and that seems to be correct because Amazon is saying you can expect the movie to be streaming starting June 29th. Now, that date has come and gone. Yeah. Okay. And I haven't <laughs> seen it up there. But here's what it says. Uh, here's where things get slightly strange. Amazon is still calling the film Moose, which was the original title before it got switched to The Fanatic. Um, and there's the poster that says The Fanatic. And then it says, I suppose we'll have to wait and see what it's officially called when it arrives at the end of the month. In any case, the fact that the movie is going right to Amazon is not a very good sign. <laughs> but the marketing ploy oh. is good, dude. They're doing what Aladdin did with the blue genie. Is, oh it, is he brown? Is he blue? We shall see. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it the fanatic? Is it Moose? <laughs> Somehow it turned out to be both. It's weird. <laughs> Uh, it says, in any case, the fact that the movie going to Amazon is not a very good sign, although it will reportedly have a limited theatrical release starting September 6th. Meaning it's playing down the street for one night from Ramen's Chinese Theater. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm already trying to book my ticket because we got to see this in the theater. Um, and then it breaks down a little bit of the synopsis in the film. He plays a guy who's obsessed with Devin Sawa, which is weird. Nobody's obsessed with Devin Sawa. <laughs> Andrew's um, obsessed with been Devin for, Sawa. No, except for this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then it says, What's for what it's Devin worth. Devin Sawa. Three guys constantly talking about Devin Sawa. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Welcome to the Devin Sawa podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but it says, it would be for what it's worth. podcast. <laughs> Dude, oh, he just woke up. What's he going to do today? Oh, nothing, because he hasn't had a job. (laughs) Uh, For what it's worth, Travolta had very positive things to say about the film, saying that working with Fred Durst was, and I quote, maybe my favorite experience I've had. Now, this is a guy who's been in legendary films. He's worked with Tarantino. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And Fred Durst was my the most pleasant experience. Yeah. 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 No. See, dude, as these guys get older, dude, it's they just about, get nicer. It's all about that chocolate starfish. Senile. <laughs> Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Oh, I forgot yeah. anyone else I worked with. <laughs> this is my <laughs> only memory. <laughs> Uh, it says, okay, so he says, uh, it was maybe the, the my favorite experience I've had. He's so generous, and he is such an artist. I don't know if anybody's ever said that about Fred Durst in his entire life. <laughs> uh, he allowed me to create a character that nobody else would allow. It's really a wild character, and it's freeing to do that. So That no one else would allow. 
So they're actually stepping outside of the normal boundaries of Hollywood with this movie. Maybe, baby. I doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say watch your Amazon Prime because it sounds like uh, this film is going to hit any time and keep your eye on your local theater because September 6th, it's going to get a limited run. And if it's in your area, oh, baby, you got to see it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I would probably. <laughs> that was believable. That was good, Josh. Good job. <laughs> Those improv classes are paying off. <laughs> Honestly, Went to the Michael Scott School of Improv, so. There you go. For how Just much, pull out a gun. <laughs> for how much we've talked about it, if it is in the area, we probably should. Detective yeah. Michael Scarn! <laughs> yeah. I expect it to be that good. Yeah. Dude, I, I think it's going to be pleasantly surprising. Anyways, that's your moose update. I think that's your or hope. Or your fanatic update. I think that's your hope. What if it is? Dude, I... I think your hope I is hope, to be pleasantly surprising. I do. I really hope that I walk out of that movie going, you know what? The last year and a half of us following this film was totally worth it and not a waste of time at all. <laughs> Dang it. Sure. All right. Um, and then real quick, you guys ever tried to throw away a refrigerator before? No. What's that like? Did you, uh, have you guys, did you guys see this video in this article about this guy in Spain who threw a refrigerator off the cliff then the Spanish police found out about it, and as punishment, they made him carry it back up the cliff by hand. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. So there's this viral, vid- viral video going around of this guy like on this weird like back road, and he's pulling out a refrigerator, and they're speaking Spanish, but uh, he pulls out this refrigerator, and he's talking about recycling it. So they take it to the guardrail, and his buddy's filming, and then he tips it over the guardrail and throws this... F- like full size refrigerator down a cliff and you see it like tumbling and flipping and like it goes out of sight, like down into this Canyon. Okay. Well, apparently the, the Spanish police found out about this and they find him 45,000 euros, which comes out to $74,000 American. Uh, uh. And then ordered him, and I quote, ordered him to return to the scene, collect the fridge to dispose of it correctly and so then there's a video of him and his buddy like struggling to push a refrigerator up the cliff. Take it, take oh it by gosh, the police. There's no way, dude. Dude, could you <laughs> yeah. think of something bothering you more than the police filming you while you're picking up what you just dumped, dude? No, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I don't so think so. Terrible. I don't. I don't think there's anything else that would bother me more than that. They're all laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way, dude. How do you carry a how, how do you carry a fridge up a cliff like that? Like bring it back. There's no. <clears throat> I'm sure they did it. I, oh, they I, did it. There's a video. There's a video of them doing it that the police took and posted. Wait, what What was this? Like a 10-foot cliff? The canyon Dude, wasn't okay. very far? Why? Because it's uh, Spain and they're weak? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to put the link to this article in the show notes. So <laughs> Let's just say the Spanish the Empire was short-lived. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You wouldn't believe it. They got to the bottom of the cliff and there was the Spanish Inquisition and you never <laughs> expected it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways. Um, yeah, dude. You can watch the video not only of them destroying the refrigerator but them lugging it back up and it's glorious. <laughs> it says a spokesman for the Civil Guard told CNN uh, a court would now decide whether the man would face further fines for environmental crime. 
And um, yeah, dude. Dude, $74,000 is a lot of money. Especially when you're down there and picking up that trash. <laughs> so you're getting rid of what you just did. And then you have to pay $74,000 on top of that. Oh, it's painful. But that does show you how much higher the euro is than the dollar. <laughs> 45,000 euros is $74,000. It could be worse. We could be talking in Japanese yen. <laughs> if, you watch, if you watch the video, it sucks, dude. Like that, it's a it's like a full size fridge, and it goes all the way down there, and then they're just lugging this thing up like a couple of noobs, and it's just the worst. So, all well, that to say, fine. like, go to the dump, fool. It's super easy. People dump trash all the time out at our farm, and they'll throw stuff like down in the river, like dead animals, and it's pretty gross. I wish I could get them to do stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get video. Make them. I'm going to start camping out there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What are you going to do? Force them to walk the dead animal up the bank? Oh, I'm going to get them on video, and I'm going to shame them. And then, yeah, eventually they're going to come back and get that dead animal. <laughs> Bring it up the bank. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Are you, wi- are you with me? Huh? Are you with me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not have you guys you. ever? Uh, have you guys ever tried to dispose of something? Or... Uh, Dump a little something, maybe out in the. Has anyone have have we ever littered? Out in the country, you ever you ever done anything like that? No, <clears throat> no. You've never littered? No, I'm a responsible. You've individual. never littered? Nope. He's a citizen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nope. For a second there. <laughs> You almost convinced me, even though I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> but I because of how there. I don't know what you're talking because about. Because of how much you were selling it on your face, you almost sold me on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I've and I've seen it. <laughs> oh All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, let's let let's let's navigate these waters a little bit. What have you seen me litter? <laughs> oh, you want me to give you examples? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fast food. I remember you taking the final drink of a soda, and it's that. And then you put the window down and just jumped it. I don't recall that. I do not recall. I can't speak to that. Here's a headline for you guys. Macaulay Culkin's response to Home Alone reboot news will make you laugh until it hurts. Oh, no. <laughs> Disney is reimagining a Home Alone and putting it in the... Or reimagining, uh, redoing Home Alone, and it's currently in the works. Uh, apparently, it got some fans up in arms because they didn't know what to expect. Uh, apparently, the news got out to Macaulay Culkin himself, and he just shared an image of what an updated home alone with him in it would actually look like. <laughs> is, is this the photo of him on the couch with his laptop? Yes, yeah, that's food? the one. Yes, yes. It's, oh my gosh. He looks like a 16-year-old girl with a bandana around his head who might be he pregnant. Oh 
<laughs> I, love, I love that he posted that picture and then his next tweet was, hey, Disney, and he, he tagged them on Twitter. Hey, Disney, call me. <laughs> no, dude. This was his, audi- uh, his audition for my 16-year-old pregnant life. That, that's, what this was, that's what this photo's for. Definitely. Oh <laughs> anyway, <laughs> apparently a lot of people responded to his, uh, uh, to his tweet of his photo. Um, one person said, I'm there opening night. That's not even funny. Home Alone, grown up and not minding being alone was another one. <laughs> it's not as good as Reddit, man. Twitter is like... Reddit's the best. Yeah, dude, who's on Twitter nowadays? I mean, I'm not, I've never been on Twitter, but I mean, is it, is it like Facebook, you know, where Facebook was cool with you know, a certain age group for a while and then moms and dads got on board and everybody abandoned Facebook? Is that what Twitter is now? Uh, no, dude, Twitter's still got some fire. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, does it? I don't know. It's why. got some fire. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Man. Yeah. Maybe, dude. Try and find this on Reddit. There's probably some really good feedback on this. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was pretty funny, dude. You look at this and like he looks like he's dealing with a case of the bubbly guts while he's staring oh down at a plate of food <laughs> with his laptop sitting on his actual lap. It's a MacBook with like a mouse just hanging on the side. Like a computer mouse, not like a dead mouse. So I <laughs> just want to clarify that. Well, what I love is that, like, number one, the couch. Like, this is Macaulay Culkin, um, beloved Hollywood actor. <laughs> the couch <laughs> the couch that he's sitting on looks like the couch that my mother-in-law owns. <laughs> and then I really love the upside-down snowman throw pillow <laughs> that oh, he obviously yeah, got yeah, yeah, from yeah, the I Goodwill. <laughs> And is this hamburger helper that he's eating? It looks like oh, hamburger totally. helper. Yeah. There's got to be hamburger helper. And Beef there's like a whole plate of it sitting on the couch next to a what looks like a brick of a cell phone. I don't know if anyone else Wait. saw that. He's holding a plate of food, but then there's two more plates of food next to oh, it. Dude, I just realized he's sitting in his underwear. He's not. He doesn't even have like pants on. Oh, and there's an N64 controller on the floor. This is amazing. The level of detail. What? Yeah. <laughs> and okay, and I don't know if you noticed, but right next to the MacBook, kind of down in the couch cushion, I'm pack sa- of marbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. That I was wondering what that was, man. I was like, is that an oh Apple TV God. remote? Nope, that's Marlboros. Ultra lights. Oh my gosh. Macaulay Culkin. Oh. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. So they're like legitimately talking about a reboot yeah according to according to buzzfeed they've they've actually totally completely run out of new ideas dude there hasn't been anything original out of hollywood in a really long time didn't they i thought they did a reboot of home alone with home alone 3 right it was like a kid wasn't it the kid from fudge do you remember fudge no 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 you don't remember. Um, <laughs> you don't remember just, Fudge. I just saw the up, the up close photo. <laughs> Bitter beer face. Oh, <laughs> nice. you get. <laughs> so not funny. Classically handsome. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> he must still be living off that Home Alone paycheck, man. Probably not. He probably got paid like a straight salary for those movies. Uh, would be my guess. Yeah, probably, I don't, probably not a whole lot of royalties in that actually. Okay. Oh, this is so good. Okay. So, do you guys did you guys ever see home, the original Home Alone? I'm sure you did, right? Yeah, definitely. 
Okay, so then you saw Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, right? Yeah, that was better. Okay, it was great. It was great. Okay, yeah. so Home. did you ever see Home Alone 3? <laughs> no. No, I refused to okay. watch it. So this came out in 1997. The budget was $32 million. It made just under $80 million in the box office. Now, if you remember, Home Alone, wow. Home Alone number one, Kevin McAllister, his family's going on Christmas vacation, accidentally forgets him. Oh, no, he's Home Alone. Okay, then right. Home Alone 2. Oh, no, he accidentally flies to the wrong city and ends up in New York by himself. Oh, man. Yep. <laughs> Here's the plot for Home Alone 3. <clears throat> Peter, Peter Buper, Alice Ribbons, Burton Jernigan, and Earl Unger are four internationally wanted thieves working for a North Korean terrorist organization. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Come on. <clears throat> Having stolen a $10 million missile cloaking computer chip, the thieves put it in a remote control car to sneak it past San Francisco International Airport security. However, a luggage mix-up causing a woman named Miss Hess to inadvertently take the thieves' bag containing the car while returning home to Chicago. The four thieves follow her and systematically burgle every house in her neighborhood to find the chip <laughs> and then ends up in the hands of a young kid. Yes, we go from being left home alone to a young child overthrowing the North Korean terrorist organization. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. This is too good. That's what happens when you get Dude, new writers. There is a reason why this movie is not played during Christmas. Home Alone 3. <laughs> yeah. There's a very good reason why this movie is not played during Christmas, and it's because it sucks balls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not good yeah. on any level. I just want to go oh back gosh. to the days of Home Alone 2. That's the one I like to watch more than any like any Christmas movie, dude. Like I feel like that one. Just, I just get a kick out of it every time because uh, uh, what's the actor's name? Joe... Is it Pesci? Yeah, Joe Pesci. Yep. Yeah, and then I forget the other guy. Dude, they are so freaking Daniel hilarious. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. They're just so freaking hilarious, man. Yeah. Especially in the second one. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was the best one for Harry, sure. you wearing aftershave? <laughs> <laughs> it's not aftershave, Barb. Dude, when it's he's... kerosene. Getting, the rope what, is soaked in it. When he would soak a rope of kerosene? <laughs> <laughs> So when he's good, getting dude. that whole scene when he's getting electrocuted, <laughs> dude, I was just dying. <laughs> My favorite is okay. So, so Joe Pesci just got his his head lit on fire and then walked through the saran wrap and got all the feathers on him. Oh right, right. And yeah. then and then Daniel Stern came through the came through the. Uh, I think he came through the window barefoot and stepped on the Christmas ornaments. <laughs> oh yeah. So then they meet in the dining room and he's like. He's like, Marv, why'd you take your shoes off? <laughs> Harry, Harry, why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? <laughs> oh that was gosh. the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, one, that one's good too, man. I just, I don't know, dude. There was something about the second one that was uh, just hilarious. I just thought it was so much more funny than, than the first one. Yeah, like, it, was, it was good. One dude. of the first times maybe that a sequel actually topped the original the original yeah. yeah so but okay they play both of those movies at christmas man you can watch them on abc or whatever it is i'm not even sure what it is but or they never that play streams. that third one yeah they're classic they're classic yeah i mean those and those and christmas story and elf are like must must yeah. watch the santa claus so as i'm reading farther i just i just want to like 
Christmas where vacation, the, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Bend over and I'll show you where you can put it. Hey, Griswold, where do you plan on putting a tree that big? Bend over, I'll show you. <laughs> hey, that's a hell of a thing to say to me, Griswold. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> oh so good, dude. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Chevy Chase is classic too, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's he's classic. Yeah. I miss that guy. And Bill Murray, yeah, Mortal Enemies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like Home Alone one, Home Alone two. You know, he sets up all these traps. You know, scares them off by like you know calling the cops and you know just like beating them senseless and all that stuff. So Home Alone right. three. Let me read you towards the end of the synopsis. Oh, we're still on Alex. This. Okay. Oh, yes, because it gets better. This is So Alex, this is the kid, okay? He's cornered by one of the thieves while trying to rescue Miss Hess, which is the original lady, I guess, who threatens him with a toy gun. But Alex scares him off with a bubble gum. Well, sorry, a bubble gun resembling a Glock. So <laughs> the way that he scares the criminals away is he pulls out a legitimate gat and like... This kid is packing heat. <laughs> it's America. There you go. Dude, it, that movie just went to some third-rate director who was trying to make a name. That's that's what it was. Hey, like, you know what third-rate director directed that resume. it? But he was writing for like James Cameron. <laughs> no. So directed by somebody named Raja Gosnell. However, produced and written by Mr. John Hughes, the original writer and director of the oh, first two. Oh, no. So. Ew. Yeah, Ew, that, one, that one's a little tainty. Maybe at the same time he that was writing True Lies for Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he got him, like, <laughs> confused a little. He thought that would work well, great a, for Home Alone. <laughs> dude, don't, don't knock True Lies, man. <laughs> no, it was a good Amy, movie, dude. Amy laughs at me because every time that movie comes on watch TV, it. I watch it. Yeah, TNT. Every time I drop what I'm doing and I watch True Lies. I pay for <laughs> TNT so that I can either watch True Lies, Forrest Gump, or Gone in 60 Seconds at any point during the year. <laughs> when we were going... Oh, don't forget about Dances with Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> when we were uh, heading down to San Diego on vacation, we were talking about True Lies because Amy brought that up like just... It's a classic, You know, dude. just... Windshield conversation, right? And it came up, and she was making fun of me because of how often uh, every time that show or that movie will come on TNT, TBS, you know, name your network. It doesn't matter what it it's is. It's like a sin to change. I will it. literally <laughs> stop what I'm doing and watch True. It doesn't matter where in the movie it is. I will stop and I will watch True Lies all the way to the end and stuff. So we just started quoting things from the movie. And you guys remember how we always used to quote Arnold? Yeah, we realized oh, that there's sure. one quote that we've been leaving out. Like oh, it might be the, the one I was going to ask you <laughs> yeah. about. The bridge and it is might be old. The, title. <laughs> the bridge is old. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Uh, is correct me if I'm wrong. Is the is True Lies the one at the end where he flies the Harrier and the bad guy ends up on the missile yes. and he looks at him <laughs> yes. and says, "That's the one. Yes. You're fired." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, dude, we so were laughing good. about it. Uh, just, Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger, cinematic gold in that movie. Like it was the fantastic. two best men you could have in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's, that's rough. I really want to watch that scene right now. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge is old. 
the bridge is out. And just just to really just to wrap this up and put a nice little bow on it. If you're wondering why it was so bad, they got the director Raja Gosnell. And if you're wondering who the heck is Raja Gosnell, well, he was the one who directed such wondrous blockbusters as Big Mama's House, <laughs> Scooby Doo, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, and The Smurfs. So there you go. <laughs> oh my that's, gosh, that's quite the resume. I haven't seen any Raja. of those. That's quite the resume. <laughs> Josh, thanks for talking Home Alone with us. Oh, yeah, baby. man. I well, I stumbled across that article today, dude. And when I saw that photo, I was like, "That's just, that's just dirty. That's just filthy." <laughs> but I, I think that kind of sums up Macaulay Culkin. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. true. Yeah. What's happening? What's going down, dude? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, Take us all the way home. So. My daughter is going to be one tomorrow, and she, you know, in the last few weeks, like, developments have really started to kind of take place, you know, taking steps, and she's trying to figure out, like, how to get around and getting really adventurous, and I just kind of, I mean, I've known this the whole time, obviously, but the <laughs> a baby's mentality is just so... Uh, well, I've seen adults act like this, and it's extremely toxic. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to teach her, like, how to uh, get off the couch, like, safely, you know, and, yeah, sure. and easily, like, hey, nope. you know, put your legs down, nope. slide down the side, you know. Nope. So she did it a couple <laughs> times, and we're like, oh, that's great, you know. Put her to bed. The next day, we're like, oh, okay, she forgot. She's trying to go forward again. So... We do that whole thing again, dude, and she's, for like five minutes, dude, she's like trying to figure out how to get her legs down. And they're oh, just no. kicking in the air, it's right? Like, well, no, she, she would like put one down, but then she has like her knee up still on the couch, and so she can't figure out how to get that other knee down with the other leg, so she just comes back up and sits on the side and then thinks about it for a second and then tries again, and she can't figure out how to get the two legs down, and... One Why do I picture you on your own couch in this way? <laughs> <laughs> so she finally, good thing I was there, dude. Finally, she's sitting on the edge. And instead of even trying at all, she just leans forward. <laughs> Face first, dude, to go towards the ground. Just oh lean forward. Like, I give up. <laughs> and just falls. Yeah. Just and ejection seat. Yeah, and I reached out and I caught her, dude. And oh, I was just like, reflexes. I was like, holy crap. Like, if she's, I wasn't here, you were going to go. She's all, I can't, I can't get down. My life is over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I peaked at eight months. <laughs> you just hear, I wish you would stop. <laughs> <marriage, my friend." laughs> oh, yeah. if life had a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, dude, it just made me laugh because it was like, just a total give up, you know? And yeah. You see adults do this in life. <laughs> Dude, have, you, have you ever watched, speaking of dad reflexes, have you ever watched that, uh, some of those YouTube videos, the compilations? Oh, we're just. Dads Dude. catching their kids. Some in, of like, those catastrophic are insane, Dude. Yeah. Yeah. They're cringeworthy you know, and just uh, at the same time, like, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe that just happened. You deserve an award. But, yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, the, the one that comes to mind in that is, uh, I know it, it doesn't relate to the story you just told about your daughter, but um, the kid who's riding on his dad's 
shoulders, and he's not holding on to his feet and just does a back dive. And like oh without even gosh. looking, dude, dad just like swings around and just he's just trying to grab. Just locks him up to his back. Huh? Grabs the back of his overalls, dude, and keeps the kid from hitting the ground. Oh just like God. swings oh, him around. So awesome. I was like, oh, my goodness. That's insane. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that- dude. The, so, the whole dad like, reflexes thing, it, it's legit, dude. It's real. Like, yeah. I don't know where it comes Even from. Even when but you aren't, you know, maybe fully paying attention like you should, yeah. it's like your instinct is still there yeah. to, yeah. you know it's going to happen. Like, I, <laughs> I wish I had had some of those moves playing baseball back in the day. We <laughs> <laughs> no, could be star athletes, dude. <laughs> no one's gonna, no, everyone's going to be trying to have dad What's bots. crazy is the guys that can pull off those moves in professional sports don't have children or too many. I'm not <laughs> really sure which, but no, they have them. They just don't know about them. Oh, yeah. dude, that reminds me. He's talking about superheroes. I watched the boys. That was a super tight show. Yeah. I watched all so eight you episodes all the way through the boys. I watched all eight episodes. Yeah, it's pretty legit. Rob, did you check it out? And the ending uh, was crazy, on, dude. Yeah, it is on my Amazon list. I have not started uh, it yet. This but is going to be one I'm of gonna... those. This is going to be that same bull crap <clears throat> that you pulled on me when I was promoting Ready Player One for like eight months trying to get you to watch it. <laughs> you just wouldn't buy into it. You wouldn't believe it. Dude, I watched the trailer. You sir are an <laughs> I believe it. But here's the deal. I believe it. And I might even be able to get my wife on board to watch it with me, which means I can like binge it, which will be really good. So, dude, don't worry. It's dude. I'm there with you. I, think I just have to finish like it. I just have to finish Stranger Things first, okay? Oh, gosh. Oh, boo. I don't know how you've held on to that as long as you have. I don't know how anyone's held on to that as long as they have. Nah, dude. Half episode. He's good. He's good. So anyways, we're talking about, you know, dad reflexes, which is basically, you know, wanting the best for your kids. This dad did not. (laughs) Brazilian gang leader who tried to escape prison dressed as his teenage daughter has been found dead. So what happened was... (laughs) He had his daughter come visit him. He put on a silicone mask that is that was mimicked after his daughter. And then he was dressed up in like girls' clothes. And he almost got out the front gate. And they stopped him at the front gate because he was acting nervous. And then it found out that it was he was actually this gang leader. And his daughter was left in the cell. Oh no. <laughs> Okay, I don't know what's going on in Brazil because I'm looking at freedom, what this baby. Mask look like how did freedom speak it to the front gate? <laughs> it's the wild, wild west of 2019. Yeah, this oh is what everyone would gosh. lead you to believe freedom looks like, <laughs> yeah. or anarchy, or wait, let me see that photo, dude. So scary. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that's terrifying. Wow. Okay, it's funny because it says. But the disguise didn't fool prison officials who said it was his nervousness that gave him away. I'm like, yeah. really? It wasn't? No, no, no. You it wasn't the dollar the, store the, mask? Yeah. <laughs> it was his nervousness that gave it all away. Oh, my gosh. Dude, so terrible. So terrible. But I, that guy ended up hanging himself in his cell. Oh. So there was a happy ending for us. <laughs> Dressed as his daughter? <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. would be creepy. That dude. would be really creepy. Yeah. 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 That'd bring a whole other element to it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So whenever you think you're having a bad day or life is hard, <laughs> well, you don't have to do any of that. Not all dads can be winners. 
you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just be the best dad you can be. <laughs> Good night, America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, fellas, it brings us to that time that everybody knows and loves, including you. Our favorite, favorite part of the episode. Let's talk about what we've learned. I, I like how every part. week he builds it up more and more. <laughs> I hate this part. Number one. <laughs> uh, I think the first thing that we learned tonight is apparently we've all got it wrong. Fred Durst is a true artist. According to John Travolta. So that should tell you something. Number two. I think they should move forward with the Home Alone reboot. I mean, it could just be 90 minutes of Macaulay Culkin smoking Newports and eating Panburger <laughs> Helper. And I want to make it clear. I said Panburger Helper, which is the dollar store equivalent of Hamburger Helper. It's funny how much this show's starting to sound like the real Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, number three, uh, I think we all appreciate dad reflexes, and I know I can't be the only one. When they kick in and you have that moment of realizing that, like, you stopped a disaster, is there a moment where you just think to yourself, like, did I just become unbreakable? Like, am I Bruce Willis right now? Am I a superhero? <laughs> Turns out we're actually... somebody dead. Oh, well, oh Sam, Samuel L. Jackson, was he the other one in that movie? Yeah. He was Mr. Glass. Glass, yeah. that's right. <laughs> you know, I love the originality of M. Night Shyamalan's characters, too. Unbreakable and Mr. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Can't get hurt, Dude. only gets hurt. <laughs> people, people talked about that movie for like the longest time. Like when it came, I, oh, so bad. You didn't like it? No, it was so bad. Oh. It's basically 90 minutes of Bruce Willis being like, do you ever remember me getting sick? I don't ever remember getting sick. <laughs> Do you ever remember me getting sick? Because I don't think I got sick. <laughs> For some reason, I just really want to go swimming right now. Anyways. <laughs> and the other 45 minutes of Samuel L. Jackson saying, if I'm like I am, there's got to be someone else out there that's the opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene is him talking about something else he broke. How <laughs> old are you, 100? <laughs> He's like Bubba Gump, but it's about breaking bones. <laughs> I broke my left leg, my right leg, my foot, my toe, my other toe, my other foot. Whole movie's in a body cast while he's on dialysis. <laughs> I snapped it, I shattered it, I compound fractured it, I spiral fractured it. <laughs> Anyways, hey, as always, we just want to say thanks for listening and supporting the show. Make sure you leave us a, a review and uh, subscribe so you get those episodes as soon as they drop. And until next time, I'm Rob Lambert. This is Devin Selma. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs>